What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? All right, I'll make this one short and sweet. I'm actually really excited for this movie, but kind of worried because sequels uh, can be a hit or miss. So one of my favorite movies growing up was Hocus Pocus. I loved Hocus <laughs> Bet Midler's in that movie. I know. Yeah. And they announced the sequel way back when. Yeah. But it's finally premiering only via stream on Disney Plus starting September 30th. So I can't wait to see it, but I'm also worried because I know, you know, sequels can be a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. That's it. Jordan right. today. I uh, I remember seeing the movie once. Don't don't what? really remember most of it after that. Oh, it's one of my all time favorite. movies. I'm yes. sure it's a good movie, but yeah, not. I've only seen it one time. Most oh. women our age, like Laura and I's age, I feel like this is like a top ten movie for sure. Yeah. Yes. What is the movie? Hocus Pocus, Pocus. with Bette Midler. Gosh, who I, else I, is I, in that movie? Sarah Michelle. No, no, not Sarah Michelle. No. Sarah, Jessica Parker. Sarah, Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. I love yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. I love Bette Midler. Why don't I know this movie? And then the lo- mm. the little girl was. The, they're like witches. Too. Yeah. Thoro, Thoro Birch, I think her name is. Yeah. The guy that did uh, Binks, he was like, he's in NCIS, had been in NCIS forever. One of the agents. I love yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Like That was like her first big movie, I mm-hmm. feel like. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was her until I was older and was like putting two and two together. I was like, that's Sex and the City girl. Come on, Cappy, you need to get with it. I'm Hocus sure your kids Pocus. probably know. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. What is this Hocus Pocus you speak of? <laughs> this is such a bizarre thing, this Hocus Pocus. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. I love both of them, and I don't know this movie. Yeah. Well, you also don't know a lot of movies. That is true. You don't How know old is this movie? Movies. Oh, yeah. my God, like 20 years old? No, it's really? like 40 years old. It's 30, Maybe, 30 years old. Yeah, it's got okay, 90s. 40, I am 30, not that yeah, old. 30 years mm-hmm. old. It's in the, in the 90s somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So this, like is, this is Hocus Pocus 1, not Hocus Pocus 2. This is going to be the, the sequel. One, yeah. Right. The new one is the Hocus Pocus 2, though. Yes. Okay. And Sarah Jessica Parker's in it again? Yes. Yeah. 1993. I put a spell on you. They there you go. So, wow, almost 30 years. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, the great Mario Ruiz is in the studio because he's doing work today. Mario, you see what they did to your boy uh, Max Kellerman over there? They gave him the Jordan crying face. Would you care to uh, comment on this? Because, you know, you worked with Max for a very long time. Uh, we f- I found that over in the TV building, and I brought it over the other day. Um, there's some headsets somewhere, I'm sure. But Hey, Mario Ruiz. He can't hear you yet. He doesn't have headsets, so you probably The shouldn't. man who makes all these amazing promos about actually. LAFC. He does. Oh, you're trying to do a Mario Ruiz impression. Right. I, right. I mean, not bad. It's not it bad. It wasn't terrible. LAFC tonight yeah. on 710. Hey, Cap, we only met one time, right? Because we right. both work from home a lot. But yeah. uh, we, only, we only met one time, and I feel like we're close already. Yeah. Oh, Mario, listen to me. Yeah. You and your wife, first of all, I had so much fun hanging out with you guys at the after party on yeah. Friday night. But I want to tell you, with what you were wearing, your gear, okay, you must come be my guest. We're going to do a Del Mar Day this summer. I'm gonna be down there, at yeah, the racetrack, sure. and you gotta right rock that green jacket, dude. That green jacket? Nah, I got some pressure for that. Yeah, oh, some pressure. This dude, this dude has this dude has real style. <laughs> he don't need a stylist like you and Zap or whoever you bring in. I mean, Mario's got it all in his head. We already got our reservations, our tickets. We're ready to go. Oh, dude, I am so psyched, man! How much fun was the after party? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. You and your your friends that you had there, they were the best hosts. I thought my wife can host the party. <laughs> 
your fr- your friends there. The, I forget their names, but the Benson the family, yes. the Bensons, yeah. yes, the Benson they had family. The drinks come in. They had the food there. It was just look off at, the hook. Look at you, Cappy, throwing the big party after your big victories. Well, it after was, it you was, were Buster Douglas right. on uh, on Friday night, totally unexpected. But what I loved was when Mario comes in. He goes like this. He goes. Hey, I'm looking at the bar right here. There's tequila, and there's vodka, and there's beer, and there's wine. And the LAFC playing tonight on 7 Stupid. Like, I just so heard stupid. him. He's like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I know that voice, man. I know that voice. Yeah. So I brought you in here because you worked with Max. Yes. And Max I found and Marcellus, the best show ever here at 710. I mean, here maybe, maybe second best. But the, um, the, the, I Don't found, tell me about that morning show. I, I know you're not talking about that morning show. I, no, I'm talking about this show. But this, I, show, this show is award winning. It's up and coming. Yeah. Six times. <laughs> hey, six time Mandy Award winners. Yeah, there is. I'm just trying to get away from that table that I was at at the Mandy Award. I mean, oh, we heard about that. We heard. That's why I was at well, the no, after party Mario, with Cap because I'm trying to. I'm trying to come over to this it, side over here because I don't the, want that that losing to rub yeah, off on we me. We had room for sure. At, at the end of the award show, I, I I was I said goodbye to Mario and he was like. Yo, man, I got to sit at your table next year. <laughs> I think I might have been the only one that went up to the stage after my table, right? And I wasn't even expecting it. I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah. So anyway, oh, this picture, funny. I found it in the TV building. It was oh, literally in a closet. And, so good. And it's Max Kellerman, and they they superimpose, Photoshop the crying Jordan face. I don't, I, whoever did that is an incredible Photoshop artist because I, I can't, fathom anyone doing a better job than what they did so with this good. max picture and it's like poster size too so you really get to see it really good yeah wow they did a good job so i that. think you should take a picture of it yep. you should send it to him and let him know that we uh, that he's still uh, he's still here in spirit every day yeah so he is I, uh, you speak to max yes every so often we talk about the fights here and there we'll text but that's yeah. about it yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean he's busy he's got an early morning show on the east coast you know he's got the tv show he's a busy guy that max Keller. i talked to marcellus a little bit more often than that yeah well we we definitely all heard from marcellus that day I mean, yes we did made sure to call key fat boy like 17 yeah, he times yeah. yes he did so, indeed um so mario what else you got cooking today Today, uh, I'm just getting ready for LAFC tomorrow. Right? Yeah. See that? <laughs> right, hey, are, you, are you cutting some spots? Like, tomorrow on ESPN 710, it's LAFC hosting. Who are they playing? They're playing against FC Dallas. Against FC Dallas. Oh, there you go. And uh, do you use any of the names of the players for the, these promos? The Captain Carlos Vela. Yeah. I got, the Captain Carlos Vela welcomes Dallas FC to yep. the bank. It's a West Coast clash at the bank. Yeah. Dude, I love it. I'm well, like your biggest fan, And, and dude. this could eventually be a playoff matchup between these two yes, teams. This could, could yeah. be a future so. playoff matchup between <laughs> Dallas FC and LAFC. When Chicharito comes to town. No, Chicharito's not coming to town on this, oh, in this no. one. Yeah. No, and LAFC no. is all in. Let me yeah. just tell you. Yeah, they're we good. We want to talk a little bit about sports. LAFC's all in, just like the Rams did. Gareth just Bale. Like the Dodgers yeah. did. We got Gareth Bale from Wales. Yeah. And then we got Chiellini from Italy. So now, is Bale really going to come in July? Like, is He's that coming re- July 8th. They're wow. aiming for that. Okay. Against- What's the Italian dude's name? Chiellini. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. He's a defender. He's he's played against all the top strikers in the world. He's he's probably the hardest competitor in soccer of our lifetime. Yeah. Wow, and and really? by the way, this yes. is it's this, actually a great I think LAFC this year can do it because in yeah. the past Seattle's been kind of in their way. Oh, Seattle's and a Seattle's, great club. And but this year they're struggling. So it, they may not even be in the they're playoffs. They're playing in the a Seattle tournament. Sounders come to town. <laughs> at the is that bank. how I sound, Cap? Yeah. Are you no, sure? Listen, I love your promos. Yeah. Thank I you, love Thank them, you. dude. I and when I hear them, I try and do your voice. 
You know? I do, because I just love Clearly. the way you voice them. I love the way you pace them. I, I love the things that you say. Dude, Mario, you don't get it, man. I'm telling you right now, as a matter of fact, I am your biggest fan. Hey, speak on it, Cap. Tell feel me some me. more. Feel me. <laughs> I feel you, my man. Thank you. So are you going to go to the LAFC game, Cappy? Gary Bale comes to town. Not Gary. Who? Who That's it? like his uncle, probably. Gareth, Gareth, Gareth Bale. Bale. Gareth Bale yeah. comes Chialini. to LAFC, and Chiellini yeah. is going to be on the field working hard when LAFC welcomes the Seattle Sounders to town. It's a Western Conference battle. Yeah. And we got our own big three. It's going down this year. We're going all in. Yeah. You know we it. should do a Sedano and Cap LAFC uh, field yeah. trip. We, Mario, Mario and yeah. I have talked about We're it. We're talking just, about it. The schedule is just tough right now. How much How much of the season is left, Mario? We're about halfway through. Yeah. Okay. I'm in, by the way. I no, really want to we go. Will, we will figure it out. Sedano's a busy man, it's, so it's it, hard. Yeah, it's just the challenge is that. Um, What's what, funny is you always say, like, oh, the schedule is a little tough right now, and then we just got to get through the NBA Finals, and then there's, like, a week that goes by, and then we're like, oh, oh he's the got tough again. Yeah, and just, then he's got football. Yeah, it's not really yeah. easy. He is a busy boy. We got to yeah. get you guys out to be the Falcon or something like yeah. that. Dude, I want to do that. Desperately. Oh, Cap, you got to do that. Mason did that. Or sing the national anthem. Yeah. Can you the guys sing? No. No. Yeah. Oh, that's Mason. Um, yeah. yeah. Mason can sing. No, Cap can sing. I think we can. We can. We can make Cap think he can sing it. Right. No. Well, that's the whole thing. You just have to make me think that I can sing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, put it this way: I can do better than like some of the worst national anthems you've ever yeah, seen. The like, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, Carl Falcon Lewis. I don't have headphones. Yeah. I yeah. Learned, though. The, the, if Mason did the Falconer thing, then you could do the Falconer thing. Oh, I would love to do the Falconer I think thing. You should. All right. I'm looking at the rest of the home schedule here. Mm-hmm. Like, we can figure this out here. Hold on. Hold on. So July 8th. Um. I will not. It's the Galaxy. I don't know if that. First of all, they probably have someone better than us at the Galaxy. I think July 8th is probably already taken. Yeah, that's my guess. So who else do we have here? Uh, Sounders is probably taken, right? Um, DC United in August? Maybe. Oh, I won't be here August 16th, actually. Alexi Lawless comes back with Washington Revolution. Alexi Lawless is on Fox, (laughs) like, talking soccer these days. Tony Miola comes to town. Oh, Real Salt Lake. So we got like two spots open. Okay. Honestly, to tell what you are the truth, they? we got two dates open. I what don't remember they? off the top of my head. Yeah. You text them to me. I'll look back at my phone. Okay, we'll take a look. Yeah. Mario, this is a great Let's idea. Make it happen. George, one of the things that Mario and I, I think I think tell me if you remember this. I think that we had this conversation at the after party. Yeah. So this guy Mark Rogandino, who's one of the LAFC broadcasters. Rogo, what up? When he was a kid, his babysitter was Rachel. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did small world. Yeah. Rogo's a big NBA guy, too. You like him, Sedano. Uh, yeah, well, he came on the show one day. Yeah, yeah, yep, We did. talked to him on the show one day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the one date has already passed, and then the other one is I'm on vacation, so I can't do it. Okay. So next season. Okay, we'll make it happen. Next season, Cappy, we'll do it. We'll right? broadcast You know what we do? And we'll do like a sweet night. Yeah, broadcast we'll bring some. We'll, we'll have like a couple listeners. Yeah. We'll do it. from the All community that. come. Yeah, we'll have, right, All we'll pick that. from the community on Twitter. That's a great idea. So we'll, we'll get it ready for next season. Let's do it. Go sh- shout out my guy, uh, you know, Tom Penn over there at the LAFC. Yeah, so. for sure. There you go. Loved hanging out with you and your wife the other night, Mario. Hey, that was great. Right back at you, my man. Mario, thank you for stopping by, buddy. Thank you, guys. All right, there he is, the great Mario Ruiz. Uh, all right, I never got to, which Mario will appreciate, one of the days that will live in infamy in mm-hmm. boxing history. Anniversary is today. What? We'll tell you next okay. on the other side. Think, uh, feel like I was dancing earlier today, showing off a little bit of moves. You were dancing? Well, on video. Attempting. You know, they, they, they caught me at the Mandy's, walking to my table, jamming out, 
And I feel like for a lot of people that thought my dance moves to Steely Dan on a Tuesday night while drinking Chardonnay were not really up to par, yeah. I think if you see these dance moves in a full black tux, well, I think I might change your mind. Mario's still here. He's probably the best judge of dancing that we have in this uh, particular studio, so we can do that. By the way, I was talking about Fury Wilder. Hold up, though. We don't hear Daddy Yankee on Travis Lee, so that's why I'm over here. Oh, okay. I'm over here because Laura got the Laura got, got, the, the, got the hits, for sure. Daddy got Yankee. Jazz. She yeah. got the J Bob and the so Daddy Yankee. So we, we, we tend to play jokes on Cappy to see if he, how bad he is at guessing some of these uh, these songs and yeah. artists. Oh, yeah. Um, and one time he guessed one that was like super random. What was it, Laura? He shazammed that. He Come totally on. did. Yeah, I did he, he fooled us. Yeah, he put it to his headphones. Of course. And then he told us what it was. Yeah, I put Shazam to my headphones now. and I found it out. And everybody was like blown away. And then I told them the truth. I was like, I couldn't no lie. way you knew yeah. that. Like, right. How did you know? And my then... wife is a pro at Shazam, so I know how quick you can be on that. <laughs> <laughs> She'll know no artist, but she knows a good song, though. Uh, Mario, by the way, a lot of people are in the Sedano and Cap community and they're like, yo, yeah. You're not the only one that hears Mario's promos and then starts talking like Mario. That's funny. <laughs> a lot of people do it, man. Oh, man. Should I be flattered? Or? You I should be flattered, dude. Everybody thinks you're awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So we were just talking about boxing. Mario and I were just talking about, like, I, I haven't been to a fight in a while. I was going to go to well, Wilder Fury, the last one that they had. But then he got COVID. So I got, I, I was in Vegas. Like I had booked the trip to Vegas. My sister was in town with my brother-in-law and I'm like, we'll go this weekend and there's a fight this weekend. I'll get us tickets. We'll go. And then he got COVID. I was like, damn. Yeah. Fury, man. What a showman, right? He's yeah. like a WWE, uh, he superstar is. right yeah, there. He is. And, uh, so I, I didn't get to go to that fight, but I want to go to Bud Crawford and Ariel Spence. Oh, oh, come on. Don't oh waste your God. time with that. I'm telling you the next fight I'm going to. What's that? Mario, you want to come with me? Of course. I'm going to go to Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson. Nah, I'm good. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I'm good. Okay. On yeah, that. I'm out. I want to go that see too. that. That nah, sounds cool. like a good fight. He's gonna go. It's like crypto. He wants to go. He's yeah, like, I do. He I loves go. The, the nonsense. I like all the. He doesn't uh, love the sweet boxing. science. No, no, nah. I do love the sweet. No, science. No, you don't. I do. No. Wait, wait, hold on. You mean to tell me you can't be a boxing fan and love all this ridiculousness in no. boxing? Nah, that's I don't. A circus right there. Come thank on, you. Cap. Thank Stay you, Mario. I don't know. I think it's funny. Believe me when I tell you, Mario. And I'm going to name drop here on you. Okay. You know who doesn't like that I'm a fan of all these ridiculous boxing matches? Your buddy Canelo. Not Canelo, oh. even though we are BFFs. <laughs> right, right. Jim Lampley. Of course, he's a purist. Lampley hates the fact that I like all these these ridiculous the fights. Great, Jim Lampley. He's the best. Yeah, to we got to bring him on it. the show. We got to bring him on. We haven't had him on yet. We got to bring yeah. him on. You know, Steve Mason knows him. Yeah, knows him well, probably. Yeah, yeah they worked together at a couple of Olympics. Well, I mean, yeah. Jim Lampley was really working at the Olympics. Mason was. <laughs> Doing some stuff at the Olympics. Yeah. No, Mason was calling like no, he's uh, calling luge. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, one of those sports. So Mario, today is the anniversary of something that happened twenty. By the way, this is the song you shazammed. By the way, oh, it is. Yeah. Wow, this is a classic, Laura. This is classic. This is no, like no. throwback. No, 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 Mario, not a classic. You know what this is? What? It's a banger. <laughs> it is a banger. Oh, it's funny. So. Um, today's the anniversary. You're yeah. a big boxing fan, Mario. Yeah. Today is the anniversary of Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear wow. off in the ring. 25 oh. years, dude. Crazy. So, did you, Cappy, I was just telling Mario about this. Have you seen the Sports Center feature that they have on this or no? I have. And, um, it, first of all, I just want to say this. It's hard to believe it's been 25 years because, George, I know exactly where I was at that fight 
and who I was with, and as soon as it happened, we like ran out of the arena to go back to where the press conferences were all going right. to be, yeah. missing a lot of the mayhem that took place. And I, I feel like we were. I remember thinking like, we got to get out of here before this place blows up, and we got to get to where I think it'll be safe because I could just tell things were going nuts. And, I, and then I loved Tyson after the fight. You guys remember the interview he did after the fight with Jim Gray, right? Jim Gray is standing there, and he's and he's got Don King behind him, and some other I don't know who the guy was, and and Tyson's eye is completely shredded, right? Because he got headbutted. Yeah. That was is his this I'm going to eat his children? No, 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 no. That was Lennox Lewis. Oh, okay. Lennox, Lennox, I'm going to eat your children, Lennox. That was that one. Yeah. This is a different one, Mario. This one is. Look at me, man. Look at me. Look at my eye, man. How am I going to go home to, to my kids? Okay, can we just play it right Why? instead of it's... you doing this really terrible impersonation no, of Mike Tyson? Look at me, man. Yeah. That- Listen, Holyfield is not the tough warrior everyone says he is. He got a little nicks on him there, and he quit. I got an eye. I got one eye. I got one eye. He's not impaired. He got ears. I got one eye. Big deal. If he take one, I got another one. I'm ready to fight. He didn't want to fight. I'm ready to fight him right now. Yeah, Mills Lane, no. Mills Lane stopped the fight. It wasn't Holyfield who stopped Oh, he didn't want to fight. Let he me, didn't want to fight. Let me ask. Let me, we don't know what Mills did. Okay. Don't put nothing okay. on Mills. Okay. Well, Mills said he stopped the fight. You bit him. Was that a retaliation? for the eye when you bit him in his ear. Regardless of what I did, he bit butt me for two fights. But you got to address it, Mike. Why I, did did address, no, I did address it. I addressed it in the ring. Why, why did you do that, though, Mike? I mean, was look that the proper me. response? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I got to go home. My kids are going to be scared of me. Look at me, man. What are you going to do now in terms of your career, Mike? What are you going to do? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jim Gray's like, all right, don't beat me up. Yeah. Everybody leave me alone. Look at me, man. Look at my eye. I, I want to fight. He, he got another ear. Look at me. I, that's a pretty good Tyson, don't you think, Mario? That is awful. You're pretty bad at impersonations. I mean, your Shaq, <laughs> your Shaq is pretty bad. Yeah. Your uh, Mario Ruiz is pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> your Tyson is awful. I think the really? Shaq may be the worst of them all, though. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah that is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's he the knows. worst. Maybe I got to retire it then. Yeah. Or I got to go back to the drawing no, board. Funny. You can give it to me one more time though, just so we can hear it. Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Chuck. You hear Chuck. So yeah, he never. You really can't understand him. He kind of mumbles a lot, but you do understand when he says Chuck. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually again, it sounds like The Simpsons' grandfather. To be honest with you, LAFC is going to be hosting tonight at the bank, and Shaquille O'Neal is going to be in the crowd. <laughs> oh, Chuck, Chuck, we gonna go to the soccer game, Chuck. Bro. It's all happening here on Seven Ten, home of the LAFC. I love it. I love it. You're so stupid. <laughs> you really are an idiot. Um, so anyway, so yeah, it was cra- I I remember like the same thing. I was at a party watching that fight and everybody had the same reaction like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah, I was at a house party as well. Yeah, it was just nuts. So ESPN's feature, mm-hmm. um for those that haven't seen, I was just telling Mario about it. Um they did it like um like a crime scene almost where what oh, happened yeah. to the piece of Evander right. Holyfield's so ear? <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, you know, like when you look at like those police movies or a police show where they have like the board and all the pictures and they have like the dot, the wires or whatever, or like the lines connecting people together. <laughs> so it starts off with one of the trainers, right? Saying, Oh my, they're cleaning up the ring and they're like, Oh my God, there's Evander's ear. He's going to want that. And he says he runs back to give it to the doctor. Uh, and then the doctor, then the fight doctor puts it on ice and in a biohazard bag, hands it over to the paramedic. And they're interviewing all these people during this feature. Like, oh. here's what I did. This is what I did. I got to see this. I gave it to, I, I bet you it's online somewhere. You can I'm find look it. For it. And then the doctor's like, I put in a biohazard thing and I gave it to the paramedic. His name was whatever, Al. 
And then Al comes up from his parent. He's like in the back of his paramedic truck and he's explaining, yeah, I got it. And I was in the ambulance with Evander and I was talking to Evander and I told him I had his ear and we were going to the, the doctor. And then when I came in, I gave it to the nurse. Now they didn't find the nurse, but the next thing you hear is from the doctor saying that when he opened the bag, it was just ice and no ear. And he had to explain to Evander that he didn't have his ear, that he was going to do plastic surgery, but just like seal his ear and not actually put the ear back together. Did they check eBay? Uh, they did. <laughs> so they go in retrospect because all of a sudden everyone became a suspect. And literally the cops went and like. How much money can you get for that little piece of ear? Oh, a ton, I'm sure. Right? Especially right? back then, but yeah. now probably even more. So they went, went about it and they said, they checked like Christie's, Sotheby's, all these auction, auctioneers and whatnot, eBay, and it's never appeared anywhere. So at the end, they're interviewing Evander and Evander gets asked, like, do you, do you know what happened to your ear? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. They're like, what do you think? Somebody took it? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know who it was. And they're like, who is he? He's like, nah, I don't need to get into it. It's fine. It is what it is. He didn't say what? I couldn't hear you. Say it again? No, right. He yeah, didn't say that. Exactly. would have been funny. That would have been funny. So there was uh, a similar incident I was telling you, George, yeah. uh, on ESPN. They right. have a fighter, a top-ranked fighter by the name of Edgar Berlanga. Mm -hmm. He's from Puerto Rico. He's a hot prospect. And he just tried to bite his opponent's ear. Yeah. They were clinching, and he tried to bite it. Right. And it was just like... They let it. They just swept it under the rug, and yeah. I was like, "Why didn't they make a big, bigger deal about this?" It's the anniversary. That's why they just let it slide. Oh, yeah. there, you there you go. go. Yeah. It was a celebration. <laughs> yeah, in honor of Mike yeah. Tyson. Yeah. There you go. It is yeah. such a weird thing, by the way, because if you think back to then, 1997, I believe Tyson got out of jail. I want to say in like 95 ish. So he started fighting when he first got out of jail against like tomato cans. Does anybody remember the Peter first McNeely? Fight? You got that right. Yeah, the Irish cocoon Peter of horror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, Peter Which, by the way, then later did a commercial for Pizza Hut. Remember Pizza Hut had yes. the reverse crust the, yeah. with the cheese in it or whatever? And it knocked and, him and out. And it knocked him out. He turned right. the crust and it hit him in the chin and he fell over. Yeah. And that, you remember the movie The Great White Hype, yeah. which had Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Damon Wayans yeah. and Peter Berg. Right. And that was kind of based on that Peter McNeely, Mike right. Tyson fight. Right. Although The Great White Hope back in the day was Jerry Cooney. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But, but. In 95, I want to say it was like 95, Tyson Who Larry Holmes kicked his ass, if I recall correctly. Yeah, so Tyson gets out of jail, and then he's got fights against like Peter McNeely and yeah. like Frank Bruno. Yeah, Frank Bruno was and, another one, right? Oh, gosh, and by the way, Frank Bruno at that point was way past his prime, yes. There were some other guys, but yeah. they were all just there so that Tyson could beat him up. Correct. So that he could eventually get to Holyfield. Holyfield. Yeah. And then this is fight two against Holyfield, and Tyson's claim was, and at this point, none of us knew, I don't. Well, I guess maybe we did know that Tyson was just completely unstable. And and by the way, not as good a boxer anymore. After right. Customato passed away, he was never the same boxer. Right. And, of course, most of us, at least I put myself in this category, we still believed he was the baddest man on oh, the planet. Oh, of course. Yeah. And everybody that he was going to walk in, he was going to beat up. And people were going to take a dive like Michael Spinks had done. You know? Yeah. But he wasn't. He was not the same guy anymore. Oh, by the way, wasn't yesterday the anniversary of him knocking out Michael Spinks? Yeah, in like yes, the first it was. Round. In like yeah. 93 seconds. 93 seconds. That I remember as well. I watched that yeah. with my dad at the house on HBO, and it was like he knocked him through the ropes, basically. That's a big oh. dude going down. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Michael Spinks looked terrified walking into the ring. Yes, he was petrified. He, he wanted no part of Tyson. He, he, oh, yeah. looked, he looked like he was pooping his pants. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There was no question about it. Uh, all right, coming up next, we got Big Deal or No Deal. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away now. Thanks, Sedano. Thanks, Christopher. Really excited about Big Deal or No Deal. <laughs> Is this ever going to get old? No. Oh, okay. my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I'm done with like, it. Yes. <laughs> the, the community loves it. 
All right, so we were talking about Kyrie Irving a lot today. And with him opting in with the Nets, it led to some more criticism of the star. And now he's firing back at Stephen A. Smith, of all people. (laughs) So earlier today, Irving took offense to Smith's recent comments about his contract situation. Irving is upset about what Stephen A. said, and he's unhappy with how he acts as an older man. He tweeted, quote, Stephen A. Smith, you're going to have to explain yourself to people in your generation. I am not around many 50-plus-year-olds that speak and act like you do, so this is new for me. But I'm sure my father and uncle can meet you on your level better than I can. We know you, Stephen, in all caps. Is this public Twitter feud between Kyrie and Stephen A. Smith a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, it's a big deal because Kyrie is very much uh, in the limelight at the moment for a multitude of reasons, and Stephen A. has got the largest platform in sports talk. So... Uh, I think there's some of that. Stephen A. did respond to him um, with a long, long uh, post that he wrote on his phone notes, it looks like. and I uh, love when they do that and, when it's so long. Yeah, and went back at him and uh, even talked about his uncle, because uh, Kyrie's uncle is Rod Strickland, former NBA player. Who Stephen A. said, I got a lot of respect for that brother. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, long story short, uh, Stephen A. is not going to back down from something like that. So it, it will get spicier, in my opinion. Why would he? I mean, listen, it's a big deal for this reason. Um, When Kyrie goes back at Stephen A., it's kind of like this whole, I'm a big star athlete, I'm going to make $36 million this year, and everybody's going to side with me. But the reality is I think most people will side with Stephen A., and so you can try and... I I don't know about that. I think you'd be surprised how many people side with Kyrie. Really? Yep. Oh, well, I'm on Stephen A's side. Yeah. And I really want Kyrie or KD or any of these guys, really. I, I, I guess I got to say some stuff that gets their attention. Because I love the fact that they're back and forth now. Because by going back and forth, they're just helping Stephen A's cause. Maybe That's what he pink. wants. What do you, you think Stephen A's going to back down? No Point chance. Pink. You're giving him everything he wants. I want a little piece of that pie. Are y'all smoking crack? It's my question. <laughs> So between like Kyrie and Stephen A's beef, and then on the other side you got uh well, and by the way, Kevin Durant and Stephen A go way back. Right, remember you know I mean it goes back to when Kevin Durant and him had that beef, and then Stephen A said this on TV: "You do not want oh, yeah. to make an enemy out of me." Oh no, you do <laughs> not want to make an enemy out of me. He goes on and on. I could, I know a lot of the lines from that rant. I love that rant. KD on Twitter is one of my favorite things ever. He's just, I just think he's a hilarious troll, and I love it. And then I you know got, this stuff. You got Westbrook beefing with Skip Bayless about the whole Westbrook thing. Yeah. And it's just, they've they've gone mad. Oh! Exactly. That's exactly See, how we listen, feel about this, it. this is why Stephen A is making whatever it is, eight to $12 million as it's reported. This is why Skip Bayless is making five, six, seven million dollars working on a TV show that literally nobody sees because. The dude can get a reaction. You know, like these athletes get so angry at what this guy says. How dare this guy, 65-year-old, out-of-touch white guy like Skip Bayless, how dare he be talking like that about me? And then they go back at him, and you've just fed him exactly what he wants. Yep, pretty much. All right, next one. So Airbnb is now making a permanent ban on parties. 
on homes listed on the site for short-term rentals. The company believes that the ban has been working, saying today that reports of parties at listed properties have dropped 44% from a year ago ever since they instated the uh, indefinite ban. So about a year ago, they were like, people are having too many parties. We're going to ban them for now, I guess because of COVID and whatever. And now they're just keeping it. They said that more than 6,600 guests were suspended last year for party-related violations. And though the ban is going to be permanent, they're still going to have a limit of 16 people at rented properties, I guess. So is this party ban on Airbnb properties a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I guess I'm going to say it's no deal for me because I can't really say that I use Airbnb that often. And even when I do, oh, I don't I do. throw big parties. I yeah, mean, I don't throw, throw big parties. parties. No, no. But I do because yeah. I have kids and it's just easier to have an Airbnb Way as easier. opposed to a hotel room. So much better. Yeah. But I can't say that I feel like this is going to impact me. But I will say this. Um, if you own a place and you list it on Airbnb, while on one hand you may not have as many bookings, on the other hand, you have a better chance of your place surviving your guests. Yeah, if you if you strictly say no parties. Yeah, because I know some people that have had their houses torn to shreds. Yeah, yeah. People get crazy, man. Well, they feel like, hey, listen, I'm renting this house. I'm going to treat it like it's my own. And then they realize, I would never treat my own house like this. Right. Uh, I do. I treat it better than my own house when I'm in these places. I know, because me, I'm all worried. Like, oh, they're going to get me for some security deposit. Right. They're going to screw me yeah. over. I'm the so same I'm way. like, I want to make sure everything's like nice and neat. Yeah. I clean up really well at those places. So, all right. What's next, Liz? All right. So, Sean Diddy Combs is pumping some big money into two HBCU programs. Oh, cool. He announced this past weekend that Jackson State and Howard University will be receiving large donations. His reasoning stems from wanting HBCUs to provide more opportunities for black athletes. He wrote, quote, I want to donate a million dollars to Howard University. Also, I'm going to drop another million on Deion Sanders and Jackson State because we should play for us. Thank you, Everyone from the bottom of my heart, I love y'all. Peace. Is Diddy donating a million dollars to Jackson State football a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Big deal. Uh, I love it. Uh, I think that, you know, look, I love the idea of HBCUs having an identity on the big-time college football landscape. It's honestly, it's surprising that it's taken this long um, for it to happen in some ways because I, I would have guessed that, there would have been a, a bigger push to make that happen sooner. But I'm glad we're here. And I think Dion, particularly at Jackson State, is going to make a big impact on this. Like, Cappy, I don't remember if it was you who was on the show with me the day that this became a big story. But I remember, I mean, you and I grew up in an era where, you know, when we were really young, like children, children, uh, you know, Miami and Florida State were like, you know, they weren't that good. And then Bobby Bowden got to Florida State, and then Miami got good. But they were, like, also Rams for a long time. And it's because kids in that general region decided to stay home. Um, and in this case, I think when you look at schools like Jackson State and Grambling uh, and where they're positioned, if the kids just stayed home, they would be powerhouses. So you say that this is a big deal and you love it, right? I, I do. I'm going to say no deal, and I hate it. Why? Okay, so you're Jackson State. You got Deion Sanders. You, he has brought an absolute ton of publicity to Jackson State and to HBCU football. He's also been able to go out and get some of the best recruits in the country. So he gets a million dollars for his program, and um, Howard gets a million dollars for their program. 
I'm Florida A&M. I'm Grambling. I'm Prairie View. What about me, Diddy? So why give to two rather than give to all? Well, because I'm guessing those are two that he has a close connection to. Where are the alums? For There's plenty of great alums from Florida A&M, from Grambling. All um, I'm saying is, is I would just think that if you're going to support HBCU football, well, you, I mean, I, why I, support I, two I, I, I rather get, than well, all? Why is it just? Why can't he start with two and then support more later? Well, that's why I'm saying no deal. Because if it's a big deal, support everybody in the conference. I, I would say and saying, that supporting any is a pretty big deal. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? You're going to create the haves and the have-nots in the, within the conference. Right, but that's generally what you do in any sport. Right, but in this case, what we're talking about is is historically black colleges not these two are better than the rest of them you want to try and raise them all up together i mean i'm just surprised that that he chooses two rather than giving to all okay but it's just the beginning well how do we know i mean you think that he's not going to continue to donate by the way chris paul has done a tremendous job of raising awareness and creating finances for a number of hbcus so i mean it's it, it is certainly in the public eye now and i think that there's a lot of support for hbcus at the moment and just because diddy decided to just pick two at the moment doesn't mean he's not gonna pick more all right well diddy give to everybody that's all i'm saying man <sighs> easy for you conference. i always love how you try to tell people how to spend their money well if i had diddy's money and i wanted to support hbcus i wouldn't pick two of them i'd say i want to support all of them okay well why don't you support some of them you can give a couple hundred bucks to each one how many are there i mean there's a good number of them I don't know off the top of my head how many. Hmm. I'm going to have to see. Hmm. I gave some money to Jackson State, but separately for a different reason. because Not because of Deion Sanders, because there was a longtime um, NBA reporter named Sekou Smith who worked on NBA TV. He used to work many years ago at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's like an OG, um, and he passed away. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but he passed away of coronavirus early on during the pandemic. And uh, they set up a fund in his name, and I donated to that. You know, I would have been more inclined to donate to Jackson State had my son gone to Jackson State. Do you recall that? Yeah, no. why didn't that work out? You said that you wanted him to go play there and we, it didn't we work were, out. We were really, really close to possibly sending my son to Jackson State, and we really thought this was a great idea. From an NIL standpoint, you're the white Jewish kicker at a historically black college playing for Deion Sanders. Right. George, I was thinking marketing the whole and time. And what happened? Deion wasn't interested? No, it actually wasn't that. Um, There was a coach on the staff who kind of, I don't know, he kind of made it seem like, I'm not sure this is the best situation. Okay. So we said, all right, we'll we'll, we'll go somewhere else. And where is your son now? Now he's at a school called West Liberty University. Okay, and where's that? It's in West Virginia, which, by the way, there is no Deion Sanders. One of the states I haven't gone to. Well, maybe you'll go this year. Maybe we'll do a road trip. That would be great. There, there is no Deion Sanders coaching at this school. There is no Diddy making donations to this school. And there probably are no NIL deals coming for this school. Why don't you start one? Sunday Swagger. Call. Okay, perhaps. It's yeah. a thought. Yeah. Saturday Swagger. <laughs> That's a better idea. There you go. Can be the spinoff. All right, that is big deal or no deal. Do we have any more, Linz, or are we done? Um, I mean, I have more, but we can save them for tomorrow. Okay, let's save them for tomorrow. Coming up next, speaking of college football, Cappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ACC did something today that I think every conference, especially the Pac-12, should do. I'll tell you what in two minutes. All right, final segment here. 
Mm-mm. Is this some Daddy Yankee? I love how you still call it Daddy Yankee. Yankee. <laughs> Laura, am I saying it right? And is it the right band? He says it's, it's Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. I thought it was Daddy Yankee. Why? Because you kept saying it like that, Daddy Yankee. No, I didn't. No. Don't put this on me. Yeah, I thought you said Yankee, not Yankee. Like I'm, I thought I was anglicizing it by calling it Daddy Yankee. No, he calls it Daddy Yankee. I mean, he's in there. He's included in the song, but there's like J Balvin and Anuel Dablea. Yeah, yeah J Balvin. You don't know J Balvin? Nope. He's good. He is really good. Great. Well, I like the song. Good. Um, Cappy, couple sure. things mm. uh, in the community. Robert Watkins, or excuse me, Wilkins. My my apologies. Says Cap, stay out of Diddy's pockets. There are over 100 HBCUs, and you want Diddy to give to them all? Well, that's why I asked the question, how many HBCUs 100. are there? Are we over sure about that? Really? Yes. Wow, I had no idea there were so many. Well, there you go. Shocker. I had uh, no idea. Is there? Are they building an arena in San Diego for something? Not that I know of. Why? Because uh, your boy Alex Padilla tweeted something out. Oh, really? New sports arena rendering or something like that. Oh, yeah. He's got a, um, he's got a, a coffee table book that he's working on. Mm-hmm. Because um, San Diego is a city that loves to have renderings of new stadiums and arenas and never builds them. I know. I'm. I was just asking. Like, are they trying to get like a hockey team or something? Like, what's happening? I nah. feel like hockey would be big in San Diego. I don't know, man. They got minor league hockey, like a Ducks minor league affiliate. Yeah, you know? but you don't think like you know all those kooky San Diegans wouldn't go and watch a, uh, a watch hockey and support hockey? I mean, maybe if there was a brand new building, they might. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe, but you got the Ducks and the Kings right in your backyard, and San Diego's not a desirable place for the NHL, just like it's not a desirable place for the NBA. I mean, that's cities like no, they've already Seattle tried that. Yeah. and, and Vegas. You know, Vegas. I mean, those are the cities that the NBA wants to go Although, to. Although, I do think anyone, like, selfishly who works in media would love a San Diego team, would love more San Diego teams. Well, it's a they beautiful wanted, place. They wanted an NFL team so that the Super Bowl could come back here, so that the NFL draft could come back to San right. Diego. Yeah. And now the NFL doesn't need San Diego either because the NFL has LA bigger and better. They got yeah. L.A. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just the old the gutty little Padres. That's it. It's all that. That's all that's left. Laura just gave me the stank face when I said the really? gutty little Padres. I mean, if you like minor league sports, it's the town for you. I mean, seriously. I was going to ask: Is there like an AHL team? There's a um, the the team is the the Ducks minor league affiliate called the Gulls. Yeah. There's like a um, a lacrosse team, like an indoor lacrosse team. There's like a rugby team. There's a USL well, we soccer a team. team. Yeah, USL soccer is coached by Landon Donovan, so that's kind of cool. I'm surprised MLS is not a place for it's, this. It'll it'll get there eventually. Yeah, it yeah. will. Yeah. Um, so let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, oh, Mario just texted me and said they're building a football stadium for SDSU. That is true. Where Qualcomm used to be. That is true. So now is that like was that gonna be like a fifty thousand seater? No, no, no. Like thirty thousand. Like you know, mid majors. You know, college football. Yeah. Kind of like uh, no different than you know the soccer stadiums in L.A. That's kind of the oh, like the LAFC. Theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, if you like to see San Diego State play Wyoming, it'll be great. I personally don't. That's I mean, not Josh Allen football. went to Wyoming, so, you know. Yeah, but that's one guy. <laughs> you know, maybe I should have picked somebody else. If you want to see San Diego State play against UNLV, then yeah. that's the stadium for you. Me, personally, I would rather see USC yeah. play against Oregon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, I, speaking of which, so yeah. I saw this story. Did you see this story about the ACC today? I did. I'm a little confused by it. Okay, I'll, let me let me unconfuse you. Go ahead. Okay, so basically the ACC decided, you know what? We're just going to do this thing where our football schedules from now on, we will make sure that every year every team is going to play three of their biggest rivals, okay? 
So every year, for example, like let's use the school that you know I grew up loving, uh, Miami. They're going to play mm-hmm. Florida State, obviously, right in the mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. They're going to play Boston College, who they have a long history with, right? Okay. And right. they're going to play Louisville. Now that one's kind of weird, but whatever. I mean, there's a lot of you know a lot of kids from that area that end up going to Louisville, so I guess that makes some sense. So, yeah, I mean, Miami-Boston College, obviously, like you said, there's the history. history. There's yeah. the Doug Flutie game. Yeah. The, the Miami versus Florida State, okay, fine. These guys go yeah. back a long way. There's a lot of missed field goals yeah. in that series. Louisville makes no sense to me, but no. I'm with you. Right. It probably should have been Virginia Tech, to be honest with you. But whatever. Nonetheless, their their goal is three primary opponents every year, and the other ten teams in the league, because they got a 14-team league, will play twice during a four-year cycle. Every four Within a four-year cycle, you're going to play each team home and away. And I think that's really smart, A, because what's happened in the past in some of these conferences is that you don't get um, some of these matchups for years. So this way you're guaranteed these matchups within a four-year span and each team will get a home and away, even within the conference. Now, the best part of all of this to me, forget about the way it's, it's set up. The best part is they're getting rid of divisions, and that, to me, is the smart thing. You you know why? Because let's just say, and that this isn't the case in when it comes to uh, the ACC, but let's use the Pac-12 as an example, okay? The Pac-12, let's say Utah is the best team last year in the Pac-12, right? Okay. They are in the Pac-12 South. So going into this season, they're the favorite to win the Pac-12 again at the moment, Okay. Or they're amongst the favorites. And for UFC, USC would not be able to play in the college football, excuse me, the uh, Pac-12 championship because if Utah beats them, they're out. They're done, basically. Like, they're not going to be – if Utah goes undefeated in their in their side of the bracket and USC loses to them, Utah's going to face whoever's coming out of the north, which is probably going to be Oregon in this case. But what the ACC has done is, screw the divisions, we're going to get the best two teams regardless of what division they're in. That's why there's no more divisions. It's just 14 teams, and whoever has the best two winning percentages will play in the ACC championship. And I think the Pac-12 should do that because what's going to happen is, it allows USC an opportunity to play Utah in the championship, and Utah has been good for a long time and will continue to be good. And it will give USC more of an opportunity to be in that championship. If you're the Pac-12, you want, you need USC to be in that Pac-12 championship. Now, look, I think they'll be there plenty with Lincoln Riley. But Utah is one of those teams that always gives everyone trouble, including them, historically. So I I just think if you're the Pac-12, it's forward thinking to say, all right, we're guaranteeing that USC has a better shot of being in the conference championship every year. Goodness, man. Could you imagine the rest of the Pac-12 schools? You're in there trying to sell that. Hey, guys, hey, listen, everybody listen no, up for a second No, you're not here. saying that. You're yeah. not, you don't sell it that way. Hey, hey, Washington State and Oregon State, just so you guys know, what we're doing is we're trying to get USC into a better situation. We don't care about you, Arizona or Arizona State. We don't care about you, Oregon or Oregon State. Washington, Washington State, Stanford, well, no, Cal, we don't care Oregon. about any of you guys. They like Oregon. They okay. care about Oregon. But the most important thing for us is is to get SC into a position because even if Oregon is really, really good, they're still only Oregon. But you see, if USC is really, really good, that's a big deal nationally. Yeah. And and I just, while I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate it, and I actually concur with it, I just, I think it's kind of odd to think that the Pac-12 
has to do what it can to prop up SC, whereas it's kind of easy. Meaning, if you're the best team, you'll have the best opportunities. And SC has not been, but with this new coach and with this new transfer portal and with the NIL money, really, the next three, four, five years, I mean, SC should be back not to being the best team in the Pac-12, not to being the best program on the West Coast. USC should get back into the Alabama, Clemson, I agree. Ohio I, listen, State. I, I, I agree, Cappy. I agree with all that stuff. All I'm telling you is this gives you a better chance of that being the case every year. Okay? And, and here's the thing. The way you sell it is, by the way, if you're Washington – you you you're being you're being blocked by Oregon in the north. If you're Stanford, who had has had num- a number of great years, they can be blocked by Oregon. There, it just gives more of an opportunity to all the teams as opposed to saddling them with divisions. Like the division stuff yeah. is stupid. Yeah, I mean, listen in the in the final analysis of it, George, the the division thing stinks because we all understand it that you could have the best three teams in the north and. They're much better than the teams in the South, which right. I'm using that as an example, and I'm not even using the Pac-12. But the point is is that now the top team from the North has to play the top team from the South, but teams two and three from the North are way better than team one in the South. So Correct. getting rid of the divisions is a smart idea, particularly, you know, I think the divisions were, were a, a byproduct of the growth of the conferences. Well, Correct. What are we going to do? Yeah. we got too many guys now. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's just break them off into half and half. Right. Hasn't really worked out so great. Yeah, you win, you know, pack eight, pack ten, pack twelve, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like all that stuff. So, yeah, I get it, but I don't think you need that anymore. Yeah, and I by the don't... way, baseball has done that in a lot of ways, right? Like, the wild card has created the division, making the division less meaningful. Yeah, I just one thing I don't love about the ACC part of it is, is that like, so I'm an ACC fan because I went to Pitt. Yeah. Pitt's four, uh, three common opponents that they'll play every year, Boston College, Syracuse, and Virginia Tech. I can live with Boston College and Syracuse. They're old Big East schools. Yeah. Gosh, I wish Miami was the third rather than Virginia Tech. Right, well, I'm sure everyone would want Miami and Florida State on Clemson on their schedule at some point. Yeah, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right, we're done here, Cappy. That's it. We're done. We're out of here. Yeah. Uh, it was you a got, great day. It was a good day. We did a, a lot good of show. fun today. Yeah. yeah. A solid, solid broadcast. Mario today. was here. You want to do a Mario impression on the way out? Hey, LAFC has Chicharito coming to town to take him on at the bank. We're all in on LAFC. Take us away, Mario. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Love that guy. All right, we're out of here. See you.